Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to part two of a discussion. Optimism, pessimism. I'm joined by Ella Bay and Josh James. What about at work? Do you think men are more... Have you worked in an office environment, Ella, ever? Or yeah. have you gone straight into this business? So do you think men are more optimistic at work, in a work environment? Are they more likely to be, we can do this rather than... I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing. If you look at the way countries performed in a pandemic, the ultimate office is a, is a country, right, with a boss... And all the ones with very cautious female leaders that were not optimistic did really well. Yeah. And the male, optimistically, I mean, you don't get much more optimistic than Boris. Whoa, it's nothing. Covid will be fine. Come on in, you come. <laughs> come have a poke around Kent. It won't, it won't cause a variant. And uh, all of that shit. So, so it's not necessarily a good thing, is it, to be like, come on, team, let's just pitch anyway. Who cares what the client thinks? It's not always the right way to be. No, no, definitely not in a work environment. I find that the men are always a bit more laid back at work, whereas the women are always a little bit stricter. And, yeah, even when I worked in a bar, when you had male managers on, you know, they were sort of, do you work and then do whatever, I don't care. Um, whereas the girls were like, what else is there to do? Come on, we can do something else. It can tip over into bravado, though, can't it, Josh? Mm. And, and I mean, stand-up's one of the worst. If you get your optimism and pessimism balance wrong in stand-up, you are quickly having a bottle of piss thrown at you because no amount of positive visualisation, <laughs> I am funny, I'm funny, let me play my visualisation, can make up for the fact of you going, right, there's a black spot there for sound, I can't be seen there, that, that table's pissed, get the bouncer to speak to them or they're going to kick off. That is fucking, as your rooms get bigger and your corporate yeah. engagements get juicier, the more pessimistic you are, the more protected you are. You know what? I totally agree with that. When when I probably one of my worst ever gigs, right? It was about about six months into starting my comedy a career, let's call it. And uh, I'd only done like open mic nights, and I got my first little pro gig, right, in Billericay in Essex. And I was just like so sure that it was gonna go right. I'm like, look, these are my people. Like it's only ten minutes down the road. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely smash it. And it went terribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> and for about five minutes, you know, no one, I can, uh, you could hear a pin drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like my optimism helped get me on that stage and helped me start doing stand-up comedy, you know. But it was almost, it's been my pessimism has helped me get, get better for sure because I've had to look Absolutely. at things in a realistic way and go, no, actually... With all the will in the world, you getting up there and just being a Jack the Lad cheeky chappy is not going to work. You need a little bit more substance to it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, 
I think you need a little bit of both, really, to be successful in the, in the, in a workplace, don't you? Really, yeah, of course you do. And know. even like if you think about places where you know, if you're uh, if you're working somewhere, it's all about you know, and you've got a team. You've got some people that are pessimistic, some people that are optimistic. You need a little bit of blend of the both, really, don't you, to make it successful? Indeed you do. And, and the next thing I'm going to ask, Ella, is both unfair and silly, but it's a good thought experiment. You're about to launch, I don't know, some sort of brand, whether it's a food brand, fashion brand, a tech brand, whatever. I mean, in our thought experiment, you can take three people. You can take three optimists or three pessimists. They're all equally skilled, they're all equally qualified, and their track records are all similar. Which three do you think would perform best? And this has been studied. The optimist. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Oh, I, I, I want to say, I do want to say the optimists. And that's what my heart and my head both <laughs> says. But I think, I think you're probably going to tell us it's the pessimist. No, so. no, no. You're both, you're both bang on. Optimists. It's because optimists tends to take a posture of confidence and look for solutions. And oh. that can, when channeled correctly, lead to persistence which is a very, you need that for all mm. business. I don't care if you're a stand-up. Yeah, they don't give up. Yeah. yeah. Um, they tend to succeed because they look for opportunities, not problems. And even if they see problems, they try to identify solutions. Pessimists can be doubtful and hesitant. So although I use my pessimism to look for risks and then charge forward, a lot of people then get hampered by their pessimism. What if, what if, I better not do it. So even... Um, when you're in a negative state, your brain goes into fight or flight thinking you could be in an emergency and that slows everything down from creativity to your immune system. So I need to cheer the fuck up and stop packing an umbrella. <laughs> I've never taken an umbrella on holiday ever. No. <laughs> Don't bloody need them by half of the holidays on your grid. <laughs> Let me just minimise that. I know. Honestly, there's, mo- there's monsoons and stuff. It's crazy. We went to, the first time we went to Mauritius, it rained for like four days. We were like, what have we got ourselves into? It is a dodgy island there. Like so many parts of it have rain. It really, guys, if you're going to Mauritius, do study. Um, so social media. Now, do you think you follow more positive accounts than, than negative accounts? Uh, I mean, just bear, bear in mind, I would say following Daily Mail and Sky is a negative account. It's the worst thing you could probably do. Yeah, I follow, I actually went through maybe like two years back and unfollowed everyone that made me feel shit about myself. So I used to follow loads of fitness models and want to be into fitness, but I never got into fitness like that anymore. So they were just making me feel shit about myself. So I just unfollowed them all. And then I just followed really body positive people, people that I find inspiring. And then my feed is just things I want to see rather Mm. than things that make me feel rubbish. Mm -hmm. What about you, Josh? Because most most comedians are spitting venom, including my account. So (laughs) it's done done in a comedy way. If you're laughing, but someone's being negative, I mean, it's hard to classify that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what, Ella? I really, I really respect the fact that you've unfollowed those accounts that uh, you know may make you feel feel a certain way. I, I love the mute button on Instagram personally. If anyone, because you know, I think oh, I don't want to give them the satisfaction of unfollowing them, but also I don't want to cause a little argument if they've noticed I've unfollowed them. Do you know what I mean? So the mute button on Instagram is like my best friend because I've mute so yeah. many people. Even if it comes down to like a story, like I think oh, you're being negative. Even if I was to agree with something on someone, but they're just being so negative about something, I mute them because I don't like toxicity. Is that a word? word? Yeah. Tox- like that sort of toxicness or whatever the word is. Right? <laughs> um, 
that sort of seeps, it can seep into you if you're looking at that. Do you know what I mean? And then you all go and project yeah. that on something else. So, yeah, I love the mute button on Instagram. Do you think so, social media, though, is dangerous? Is It's a place that looks positive and bright, but leads to a lot of negative outcomes. Definitely. It's more dangerous. Like, if you just got, like, miserable mate in the corner goes, everything's shit, I'm fat, I fucking hate my life. You can choose not to be with that person. It's straightforward enough. But if you had a friend who was like, come on, it's going to be great. Let's go out today. I'm going to do some sit-ups and yoga and presenting as positive. And they're sort of, in fact, you do end up having friends like that as you go through life where they're like, oh my God, the person who's really happy is making me feel like shit because their positivity and their wonderful life can be oppressive if you can't match it. Do you see what I mean? I think that's a big thing for social media as well, especially because social media shows you such a small part of someone's life and it's only what they want to show. And lots of people look at that and go, oh, their life's amazing. They have no issues. But why would they post their issues on social media? Hmm. And it's not that they don't have them. So I think I think it's more how you use social media rather than social media itself. Shall we not just like invest in a platform where people only show the shit parts of their day? You're like um, the, the realistic, <laughs> boring. Oh, you're right, you're right, I had to yeah. wait 20 minutes for a bus and absolutely nothing happened. And it's a picture of that. And that, and that one eye's closed as the picture's been taken or something. I think it could be quite successful, that. So you go on there to look at other people's shit mundane days so your day feels more interesting. What do you think of that for a business idea, John? <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Steve Bartlett would, uh, would be biting your hands off for that one. <laughs> but, you know, we could yeah. give it a go. Like, do you know what, though? You're totally right. I think... Uh, do you know what? If, if I ever any any time, I mean, a big one for me is, and especially you know in in Essex where we're from, Russ, you know, is as soon as I see someone that is projecting something on Instagram, I don't know uh, whether it's just me, but I just think the exact opposite of them. So say they're dripping in like designer gear, head to toe. I think to myself, oh, you you must not have. A, a lot of money then like as in you you know what I mean like that's that's just what I think I think oh you must not have a lot of money because this is what you're trying to project on Instagram because I know it's all rubbish on Instagram none of it's real you know what I mean which yeah. people look broke like that's yeah. just <laughs> everyone knows <Yeah>. that <laughs> it's, it's the online equivalent of when you see a limo in the high street you never think there's a celebrity in there you think Sharon's yeah. getting freeweighed in there before she goes bingo yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I made myself laugh. Apologies, listeners. Um, Do you think women or men are more likely to motivate themselves using social media? Because this is where we come to the the complex part of it. Because for some of us, looking at Mark Wright's workout, it can actually be like it it can help. It can think, you know what? I wish I didn't have a belly. I'm going to get a bit fitter. And if it's used in the right way, it can motivate you. Yeah. I always think an interesting thing on Instagram, we've done it a few times on this show, is to go, you know, when you go sideways and it looks at the grid of other things you might like, not people you follow, and it presents a grid of things that you could follow or should follow. And it's always so disappointing what's on that page. You know, I thought it would be like full of books and French female intellectuals and, and maybe puppies, but it's not. It's just like boobs, watches and cars. And I'm like, I'm so disappointed in myself that that's on my yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. suggestion page. That's that really what I've been reveals, fucking looking yeah. up. <laughs> 
That really reveals you yeah. to yourself, doesn't it? That that browser page. Like if you, you like to think like I like to think I'm a bit like smart and all this and that, and then I look at that browser page, I'm like, oh no, I'm a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? So Ronaldo's favourite type of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just like you said, pictures of like stupid watches that I'd never be able to afford. Like yeah. <laughs> But do, you, uh, uh, do women use it for that as well, do you think? Because with men, it's a kind of testosterone yeah. direct, right, I'll, I'll have a bicep, I want to be bigger than that monkey over there. That's how men use it. But I'm wondering yeah. if it's more subtle with females. I mean, I suppose it depends what kind of accounts you follow. I mean, I, there used to be so many accounts that I'd find that were like, you know, women advertising fitness that clearly had had work done. Hmm. And... So many people follow them and so many people buy their workout guides and um, and that just must make you feel rubbish because you're never going to look like her doing her workout guide because she went and had silicone put in her. So, yeah, I think it's hard for women because there's a lot of fake stuff out there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, here's a good question, I think. Do you think the filter itself is optimism gone toxic? And what I mean by yeah. that is, <laughs> if you think you look like... Yes. I mean, the filters on Instagram, actually, are, are quite... They're just colour palette ones. They're not the, the really like mentally ill smoothing ones, I don't think, unless you're using the joke uh. one. But you, can get, you, can, you can download additional ones, like Facetune, something yeah. I've never... I'm too scared to use because I know I will love the result. I have used it and it really hurts stopping using it. I'm it's not toxic optimism. It's, yeah. it's the ultimate optimism is to tell yourself, if I tell you the world like I look like that, <laughs> sooner or later, someone's going to have to meet you in real life. Do you want to be a disappointment <laughs> in real life? Yeah, that's, that is why I, I, I used to use it. <laughs> And then I stopped using it and I was like, oh, it's so hard to post this yeah. picture. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's crazy that people even do that. I have loads of friends that use those apps and spend hours editing their pictures. And then I've got a few girls that have just started only editing the light, which is what I do on my pictures now. And the transition's hard and it shouldn't be. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I've seen now, particularly in... in um, when I back down in Essex or when I'm in Dubes, which is basically Essex, but just near Bahrain, 
is that what's happened now is women and even men have been spent so long putting these filters on Instagram that they're now having work to look like the fucking filters. So whereas you used to turn up and go, oh my God, she looks nothing like her Instagram. Now you're like, fuck, she fucking looks like her Instagram. Instagram. She's got like two tiny dot eyes and like Lion King cheeks. What the fuck? (laughs) She's got, she's got the puppy dog ears. She's had a dog snout sewn on. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, these these filters, these filters are mad. It's not anything I've I've ever used. Um, but I personally think like creases in the face and that. I think that's. I, th- I quite like that look. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I like that that natural look. And that's not me just 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 saying that. I, when I see someone that looks too fake that's not attractive to me looks too so, good to be true yeah so maybe that's why i've never used the, the filters myself but at the same time i don't i don't so much judge anyone for using the filters because everyone's under pressure a little bit you know what i mean mm. like, yeah. like that's that's what instagram has done to us so we're only a product of our environment what about when people are blogging like about a really serious subject like i'm, I'm seeing what's happening in ukraine guys but they've got like dog ears and a tongue hanging out oh my god i and can't deal with I that i just <laughs> can't imagine being in kiev at the moment how bad it would be <laughs> it's like, what the fuck why have you got like a playboy bunny fucking app running in your bell end why are you talking about ukraine <laughs> 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 All right, last last bit, relationships. Would you say you're the op- more optimistic one in your couple, Ella? Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> a short, did I even 100%. <laughs> but then I think it, like what you guys were saying about the, you know, the roles in the family, and I think people with the more masculine role of like being the provider tend to be more pessimistic because obviously they've got a lot of pressure, whereas... I'm more like family orientated and I make sure the house is nice and do all stuff like that. And so I'm like, oh yeah, but this is nice and this is good. Be happy about this. But if I can't work for the next year, would be okay. Mm. <laughs> Whereas if Nikki just stopped working, I don't know what we'd do. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what do you what do you think? Would you think you're the? Are you married? What's your setup? Yeah, so I've got misses, um, kids. And, um, yeah, I've got a boy. Just had a boy uh, oh. just before Christmas. He's wicked. So oh, yeah, I would say I would say on the whole, she's more positive, and and I may be more the pessimistic one. Although she does say that. I can turn a room. I might have a sort of, you know, a brighten it up, or, <laughs> or I could be, you know, the negative one in the, in the room. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, but I've got all sorts going on in, in my head, so that's that's no surprise. But yeah, I think it, look, catch me on a good day. I'm, I could probably be the most positive person that you you meet, but then catch me on a bad day. You know, I can I I can be right the other way. But I think, like I said, that's just more, you know, what the the sort of I suppose them. The mental health difficulties that I, I, you know, I struggle with. So yeah. Would you be confident talking about those? Just top line, Josh, or is that something you'd rather not share? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's not something I've, I spoke about really ever, uh, not publicly anyway, just because it's uh, it's not something I feel that comfortable talking about. I mean, okay. Um, but I've I've not drank for about a year now. Um, that was always a big issue, I think, as to as to as to why I felt the way I felt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've made positive changes over the last year, which have, um, you know, means that I'm more that positive guy today. Do you think the baby has supercharged that for you as well? It sort of it kicks in something. Yeah, 
When your missus told you she was pregnant 10, well, 40 months ago now, whatever, is something you're like, fucking, this is where I saw it type thing. Did that kick into your yeah. head? Yeah, I didn't want to be like a, a loser dad, do you know what I mean? I didn't want to be, uh, you know, I didn't want to be that, that dad that was not there for his kid. And I wanted to be a good dad and be the person I always wanted to be, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely I would say that was the big biggest motivation but but really for me because you know I'd come to a point really in my head where I had to really make a change and it had to be a big change if I wanted to just just carry on you know what I mean I suppose living life I suppose and and that's why I had to make the changes for yeah for my family but mostly for me because I couldn't sort of I couldn't deal with it anymore you know what I mean couldn't deal with uh with with the way I was feeling so I had to make those changes for most importantly for, for myself you know Thank you so much for sharing that. I'll mean a, a lot to a lot of people that you had the courage to share that. Um, Ella, let's be honest here. I don't think optimism is that sexy. And I think that's why a lot of men struggle with it. Because although I'm joking and I pack an umbrella and everything, I have to rein in my sort of camp skipping positivity from its normal level because it winds <laughs> a lot of people up. From where I'm from, men aren't allowed to be like that if you're straight. Um, but my my natural yeah. mannerisms are quite like I can't believe he's not gay. They are they are my man. There's nothing I can do about it. It's how I've been made. <laughs> so I've got sort of skip around, really happy. It'll be fine. Come on, let's go. Really, really, even at 16 on a first date, making lots of conversation, and it was a disaster. You know, girls mm. are not attracted to guys. Maybe we go out for pizza. Who cares? We're just gonna have a wonderful night. Hey, what about you? I'm interested in your feeling. Yeah, you know, it's a nightmare. You have to get past. <laughs> you have to get past thirty before women are attracted to men like that. They need to have had their heart shat out about three times by Terry the coke dealer with a tag on his leg before they're ready to in- <laughs> before yeah. they're ready to interact with a man. A man with to- so we've got a problem where I know. I know. Um, you're just, just out of your 20s, Josh, but trying to use an insightful story like we just heard to help blokes in their 20s. But when we switch on Love Island or Instagram or wherever, it's the tall, dark, handsome, moody fucker who looks like he's got secret mental health issues is getting all the pum-pum. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> See, I think the problem with... I don't know if you've watched a lot of American reality shows mm-hmm. and they're really, really different because it's an older age bracket that they have on there. They don't have, you know, like... 18, 20, early 20s, they have sort of late 20s, mid 30s on there. Um, And so it's people that are actually more developed and like you'll find the guys on there are a lot more down to earth and in touch with their feelings and all those kind of things. Because I think it takes a while for men to hit that. Um, but if they do hit it early, you see it all the time. I mean, Love Island, you put Alex the Doctor in there, you put a- Anton, who's like this ripped influencer now with like mu- like muscles hanging off him. Uh, and he was like really positive, <laughs> couldn't pull, could not even kiss a girl because girls don't trust a nice guy. I mean, is, don't yeah. I, I will admit that 99% of what goes wrong is men and men gender and toxic masculinity. I will admit. Yeah. But isn't there, isn't there a 1% of women who need to stop fancying mental bellends who punch a hole through the wall yeah. finding it sexually I attractive? Think, <laughs> I think that's finding the masculinity attractive. Like, they want someone that's going to protect them and look after them. And the nice guys never tend to have that as well. Um, Wait till they start their I businesses, mean, ladies. That's all I'm yeah. saying to the Gelden. You want See, protection. That's, 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 what, that's what women should think. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's so that's, complicated. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a definitely a problem on the on the women's side because 
it's wrong, but we all do it. So I don't know. I don't even have an excuse. (laughs) Let's finish on a positive. Optimists are seen as more socially attractive than pessimists. It's just a fact. But this is when people meet for the first time and do not know each other. In long-term relationships, optimists are best matched with other optimists. And pessimists get on with both other optimists and pessimists. So that's interesting. So someone who's a bit pessimistic can form meaningful friendships and partner bonds with either but someone who's super optimistic cannot they have to be someone who's at least quite optimistic can't have it all optimist can you that's what i'm saying pack an umbrella but also have a sunny disposition and you'll be drowning in pussy till you die that's what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) guys thank you very much (laughs) what a note to finish on christ almighty i'm married with a child thank you very much uh josh james and ella baker Please, um, if you want to find out more about these guys, look them up on their social media. Josh is always doing stand-up. Ella's always got something interesting to say, so have a stalk of them. Um, If you've come here as fans of either of these guys and you just dropped in for this episode, please hang around. Hit subscribe. Please leave a review, but leave a nice one because I can't stand pessimisms. They're cunts! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 